What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 98. Presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, in this live in person, I guess I should say, with the great Sam Bino and Jimmy Midtown. Fellas, how are we doing? Cold. It's cold here. Yes, we are in Colorado again. Yeah, this is great. I mean, we seem to just meet up in Colorado like once every six months these days. Yeah. For no good reason, really. Not really. A non-trivial number of episodes have been shot in Colorado, <laughs> despite none of us living here. <laughs> it's just a, a spirit of design, I guess. But yeah, it's been cold as hell, and I think that kind of gets us more and more ready for baseball, although I'm already ready to punt on the season, but we can get into that <laughs> here in a bit. Um, yeah. It's not I, good. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode. We are, we're fairly well snowed in here, um, so quite a bit of baseball to talk about, and all, all of us are kind of anxiously awaiting first pitch, which is not that far away, less than 60 days. Pitchers and catchers in like a week. A week, yeah. It'd be nice to have a manager for my team by that point, but we'll see. March 31st <laughs> is uh, opening, opening day. Opening day, so coming up quick, we're going to be going to the ballpark right when it opens, so... Uh, and I was talking to Jimmy a little bit about trying to maybe come down early in the, the spring to maybe yeah, that would be like cool. that to make that happen as well, just so he can get a, a view of it. I'm excited for it, though. Um, they're working on that thing like 24-7. Still no grass. Still no grass, but I wonder, like, so are you putting, like, actual natural grass inside of that? Place? I was about to ask the same question. I, I think yes, but who knows? Yeah, I would think so. I would think there would at least be some element of that. There's enough light and sunlight with the roof open for them to do that. Definitely. If they wanted to. I mean, you don't want a situation like you have in Montreal where it's like the... The carpet. The carpet, but then the dirt for the bases, which yeah. is just Ugh. the worst. Yeah, the trap. I don't understand how that's a thing still. Is the trap the only one left that's turf? Or is Toronto still turf? Did they get a new ballpark? Toronto, no, Toronto was turf. Okay. I don't know that they still are, though. Okay. But I, that's the only other one I can think of. Turf? Yeah. Miami's turf. No, Miami's real grass. Miami? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They have I mean they have an opening roof. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. We need to look more into the, the playing services. That seems like something we haven't uh, dove into yet. This is true. Yeah. I bet there'd be more of them that we that we would think that would probably have artificial turf. Well like Milwaukee. Yeah. Grass. No. Yeah. Really? Fake. I think that the only two that were left were Toronto and Tampa. Hmm. Because Tampa has no roof opening. Right. Right. Uh, and Milwaukee then, does? Milwaukee does, yeah. Oh. And then I'm just trying to think of who else. Most play outside anyway. Yeah. Even Minnesota. Minnesota, yep. Hmm. We'll look more into this. We'll, I, I bet there's a few surprise ones out there that we're not thinking of. I wonder if some of them have to have like different types of grass. That's like, so even sure. if real definitely grass. the case. Yeah. I would think so. Based on the climate, yeah. Exactly. And, like, I don't know if that's any kind of competitive advantage or not. Probably not, really. I mean, the measurements are pretty much <laughs> Probably the same. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But, um, yeah, so I guess we can dive into the crazy shit that's been happening lately. It seems like we've got more and more leaking out about what was going on with the Astros. And, I mean, really, so it sounds like they're going to have the, the Red Sox investigation done by the beginning of camp next week. Okay. Or that's what they're aiming for, at least. And from what I've heard, it sounds like there's not much that's going to come out about that, which is really going to piss me off in a number of ways. But we can get to that. But what about Alex Cora? That'll be part of that, right? Definitely. But there have been some things that have come out. Like, I'll read the... So, they, I guess they were calling it... The Astros were calling it, like, Project Codebreaker or something like that. Oh, boy. Couldn't they have, like, 
masked the the purpose of the mission with <laughs> something else? Something. Some you, other title? You would think so, but they essentially um, put out this whole thing, and it didn't name Korra once. In really? It. Yeah, which is very interesting. <clears throat> like... Uh, I'll just read this to you guys real quick. It says, The way Codebreaker worked was simple. Somebody would watch an in-game live feed and log the catcher's signs into the spreadsheet as well as the type of pitch that was actually thrown. With that information, Codebreaker determined how the signs corresponded with different pitches. Once decoded, that information would be communicated through intermediaries to a base runner who would then relay them to the hitter. I feel like that's the part where it becomes like really bad if yeah. if you were like studying game tape to try to steal signs after the fact like that's that, different that feels okay yeah i think but, but doing it on the fly no and then like relaying it in the moment to a batter like that's that's kind of where every aspect of this seems to have crossed a line is like the real timiness of it all well yeah i mean i guess that is inherent they need technology to do it that quickly but right if they could do it without the technology you'd be okay to well, do that well like if you could if you could steal signs from second yeah. and relay them in like that's that's, that's as old as baseball so mm -hmm. i think right. that's okay but it's the fact that like the only way they could do it was with this technology and that they were relaying it all like in the moment like that feels feels like where it breaks down yeah no i'm with you there like that's really it's hard to draw a line in the sand with this but that seems to be really where the consensus ends up being <coughs> is the actual use of the technology part of it so, I just, I, like, the more I hear about it, the more it sounds like the front office really knew what was going on, which kind of makes sense as to why they shit-canned them all, because, mm -hmm. I mean, you got everybody out of there, you replaced A.J. Hinch with Dusty Baker. Ugh. That is tough. What do you guys think about that? He's a dinosaur. Yeah. That won't go well for R that team. R.I.P. to the Astros bullpen this year. Right? Golly. <laughs> He is just the worst, and he's he's bounced around so much and has never been successful. He was really bad with the Nationals. Really bad. It, that was only a year, right? <clears throat> yeah. Was it a year or two? It might have been two. They went it was through Matt, Matt Williams. It was Matt Williams, and then it was... Dusty. Dusty, and then... Dave Martinez. Right. right. Yeah, that sounds right. So it had to have been two years then. I guess so. But I think that two years involved Jonathan Papelbon and Bryce Harper being on this. Arguably team, so. one of the most toxic clubhouses I can think of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to his 64, five-year-old credit at that yeah. point in time, I mean, that's a lot of, lot of drama to reel in, it seems like. So it's been fascinating to watch how baseball handles this, and seemingly it almost seems like every time we turn around, they've kind of bumbled the snap a little bit on it. I don't. I mean, it seems like they can't really control the story that's going on anymore. And yeah, well, I think they also... The idea that they're going to try to like sweep this under the rug is probably not going to work out in their favor in the end. They should have... I think the smarter move would be to just like clean house and uh, do like a full investigation, figure out how widespread this stuff is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But we talked about that before on the show, too. Like, you got to be careful what... <laughs> what you poke around in because you may not like what all you're going to find and how many teams are doing this kind of crap. Is, is Roberto Ozuna still on the Astros? I believe so. Don't you think if they were really going to clean house, they would have just erased <laughs> a number of mistakes and gotten rid of him as well? You would think so. Cause that would be a like a good opportunity to be like, and that guy. Yeah. Right. Like that other guy that was like screaming at the reporter and all that stuff. That, that guy like, was in their front office. Yeah. Like he got, didn't he fired. get fired right away? Right away. But like 
they didn't didn't seem like that's what they were originally going to do because no. they responded very poorly and then went back on that. But like he managed to just get kind of swept under the rug in the grand scheme of what all was actually happening in there. Yeah, uh, it's a good opportunity for them to get rid of some other folk. Yeah. So, Jimmy, I guess the way that spread to the Mets has been a pretty wild thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess Carlos Beltran has one of the best records you could have as a Mets manager. Never lost a game. Never lost a game. Pretty yeah. good. Oh, God, that hurts. Yeah. Do you think that was the right move? I mean, probably. Like, probably better to cut bait now than, like, have this be a story that lingers. I mean, the Mets will always have, like, bad stories, so you may as well yeah. not, uh, like, have unforced errors like this. <laughs> I mean, this is relatively tame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all things considered, like, he didn't do any of the cheating with the Mets. So. Yeah, I mean, this this whole thing has already been overshadowed by the whole Steve Cohen trying to buy the team. I know. Uh, Bullcrap, we can get to it yeah. in just a second, but, I mean... I don't know. I get why why they had to get rid of him, but like I don't know that because you talked about the sweeping under the rug thing and all that. Like I think that once baseball starts, a lot of this is just going to kind of fizzle out. Maybe I don't know. I think it's going to be a constant story throughout the year. Every time the Astros come up to bat, they're going to be like, "Well, yeah, yeah, good thing he didn't steal signs just then." But remember that the that baseball's the baseball baseball's not great at creating their own narratives and controlling the story the way that they want to control it. So I yeah. I'm not sure that it won't just kind of. I'm not going to say. I'm not saying it's going to completely go away, but I think a lot of this is going to just sort of taper off. I think if it ends up coming out though after the fact that a bunch of other teams had been doing similar stuff, that will look a lot worse for Major League Baseball than if they said we're going to get to the bottom of this and we're going to you know root this out and then once didn't. and for all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet they're fielding all kinds of complaints from past teams on stealing signs, and they're I just bet. like stopped telling us. Yeah. Can we? Ear, we're earmuffing ourselves. <laughs> right. Can we submit complaints and just throw wild accusations around? I mean, I see, think yes. I mean, I think they would listen to us. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I mean, I think we. I mean, we've already taken care of. The Astros have already been taken care of. A bullet's been fired at the Red Sox. You know, the Mets kind of got some shrapnel there. But I mean, yeah. I don't know, dude. At least that didn't all come out like halfway through his first season or something. Right. That would have been worse. That would have been much worse. Yeah, I mean, we'll you know we'll see what ends up. Of happening with the no-name guy that they hired, yeah. Um, but I, Rojas? I mean, I kind of, I had been thinking that if the Mets had gotten a new owner, that he would, you know, give this regime maybe a year or two and then bring in his own people anyway. Yeah. So well, now, now I don't know what to think. Yeah, that's a whole whole other yeah. thing. But I mean, it, do you think? So let me ask you this, Jimmy. Do you think that Beltron gets another shot at it somewhere? I think at some point, yeah. Same I here. think like. I don't know whether that's true for, for Hinch, probably, also. But I don't think so. You don't think so? You no, think he's I think done he's forever? Done. Yeah. Um, he hasn't helped himself post all yeah. this either. But I think once this dies down, Beltran will get another shot. But I don't know whether it'll be in a big market. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know that it's going to matter as much for that. I think that it's just... I, I think the Mets probably killed this because they just didn't need those storylines. And I get right. that. I mean, that's exactly why the Red Sox did it. But I, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I, yeah. I don't think that it's really going to prohibit him from doing anything because while his name's on that report, there's a lot of guys' names on that report. I yeah. bet A.J. Hinch gets a job in the next two years. You think so? I think so. Wow. That is, he's going to have to have a hell of a comeback <clears throat> tour to try to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, Ron Washington did a bunch of shit. Yeah, cocaine. I mean, he did a bunch of cocaine. 
Yeah, yeah, same, same thing. Yeah. But he never had any desire to go back to being a manager. He said that. He's been a third base coach ever since yeah, then. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, I don't – I just – the lack of organizational control looks bad. It's starting to look worse for the GM that got fired, Jeff Liddell. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I just don't see it. I really don't know. I, yeah, I, I think let's see how big of a story this all still is come, like, August. Because if it's not much of a story, then I think – hinches back like next year i just don't know how like an organization could make the case that you'd be comfortable with someone that knowingly cheated i that that's where the sticking point i think is for me yeah i think there's lots of organizations who want to win it's a good point they don't care it's a good point but i mean is he that like great of a manager really if up until game seven of the world series he looked like a pretty good manager to me well i know we've always given him that credit i'm with you but like if they were Cheating to yeah. win. I mean, yeah. what does he really have to do with that? Not to discredit him completely, but I mean, there's some. He's also dealing with like a very talented team at the point. At Correct. Point, so yeah. it's a good. It's a good point. So I, I don't. I mean, you're right though. I'm sure some team will be. I don't know if dumb enough is the right answer, but ballsy enough, I guess, to make yeah. that that call. I wonder how the Astros players are going to like fare this year cuz they're going to be under so much scrutiny. So much. And feel I'm sure we'll feel a ton of pressure to like not have their numbers deflate dramatically. That's true. I didn't yeah. even thought about that exact aspect of it because I've listened to a lot of the players so far and they haven't handled it great. I mean mm-hmm. Bregman all but admitted all of it. I mean <laughs> I mean I, I mean I don't know how you could deny it I guess at this right. point, but I would think that the, the message would be that we just need to keep moving forward. But I, I think it's going to take the players a while to recover and make their skill set whole again because at home, yeah. they're reliant on those like messages coming in and telling them what pitch is coming. Right. And I think there's some skill set lost in seeing the ball right when you're waiting. Totally. When you're waiting on data to come in. Um, so that plus all the scrutiny they'll be under, I think it's going to they'll be bad. Not bad. Worse. Do you think they still win that division? Because I do. Uh, I want to see how the Angels take shape. Yeah, they could be I'm really not good. Buying that, I'm not buying that bait. I've uh, taken that bait too many times. They are, they're Dodgers light. They always do a lot of shit, and there's like, oh shit, they have Shohei Otani and... Jock Peterson. And <laughs> fucking Mike Trout. And yeah. It's like, oh man, shit, we got to play them 19 And they signed Rendon. And they said, yeah, right. right. So, I mean, they always do this sort of thing. And nothing ever happens. It's just it's just like the Dodgers. Both those LA teams suck, and Anaheim itself is just like kind of a mediocre city. It I is. love that you've taken such a stand against Anaheim, just like I take one against Florida. It's, it's great. the Waco of California. We just, <laughs> we just don't need it. We really don't. They need their own chip and Joanne Gaines to really bring that town up a couple notches. It's true. It's I stand by place. this. Yeah, Sam and I drove through Orange County one time, and it was. Yeah, I mean... Not great. Pretty forgettable. It's, yeah, it's uh, definitely forgettable compared to L.A. Okay, that's fair. I have a pretty hard one against Florida, though, just in general. Not even really any specific part of it, just to the whole thing. thing. All of it. Don't I think like Florida it. gets a bad rap. Yeah, you you think that, but it's it's pretty bad. Anyway, but um, yeah, so I think, like, I guess that leads into the crazy train that's been... Well, I guess before we get that, let's... let's Hammer out that Mets sale thing here real oh, quick sure. before we get into all the Red Sox shit. So, yeah. Stephen Cohen came. He was a mi- he's a minority owner. He of the has team an right eight, now, right? Eight percent stake in the Mets. Yeah, and still will be, even though I think so. Okay, so that's a weird, awkward <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Um. So for those who aren't aware of the story, essentially two months ago they came to an agreement to, to 
sell the Mets, uh, the Wilpon family. I mean, wh- how would you describe the Wilpon family? Well, so Fred is the, the patriarch of the family, um, made a bunch of money in real estate, uh, also uh, was making a bunch of money through his good friend Bernie Madoff. Mm. Um, that didn't work out great. No. <laughs> and uh, the Mets have been hamstrung financially basically ever since and don't really spend like they're a team based in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his idiot son Jeff uh, has taken on more and more of an active role with the team Jeff is just a dummy. He, his dad was successful, and now he gets to play pretend baseball person, um, which is just like really negative on my day-to-day well-being. Sure, naturally. Um, and so uh, another minority owner in the Mets, Saul Katz, uh, he basically – so what ended up happening a few months ago was Fred Wilpon, who's getting pretty old, uh, was starting to like set up his estate planning, and he wanted to uh, – um, you know, step away from the team in any meaningful capacity. And Saul Katz was like, well, you're not leaving Jeff in charge. Like that is, right. that's just that's not acceptable. So yeah. that initiated like this exploration of a sale. Steve Cohen being a minority owner, I think had maybe like an inside track to it. They came to an agreement uh, for basically like a five year transition plan where Fred and Jeff would maintain control of like baseball operations through those five years, and then Steve Cohn would take take it on. What a, what a shitty contingency! It's a very first weird of all. thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go <clears> on. <throat> yeah. So a shitty contingency, and one that everyone kind of like assumed was not a serious thing, because like <laughs> yeah. if you're Steve Cohn and you're going to pay two and a half billion dollars for this team, I think you want some say in what's going to be happening. Correct. Yes. Uh, so I guess like he and Jeff. Uh, couldn't get past that point in the negotiations and everything fell apart this week. Well, so, but they had come to that idea of the five-year transition plan and then he went back on it. Is that? I guess so. I mean, that's, we, we don't really know like okay. the full story and like they're supposedly, you know, under NDA or, oh, yeah, or whatever, yeah. but like, I don't think it's crazy for the guy who's paying two and a half billion dollars to say, I don't want this idiot <laughs> running things. Yeah. Um, this valuable asset, this yeah. two billion dollar asset. Right, I'm paying. I'm paying a ton for it. How about I get to bring in my people and have them uh, figure things out? And you know, I mean, Jeff just doesn't really have anything else going for him. Like after he gets kicked out of uh, baseball life, like he's not talented enough to work anywhere else. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, well, and Jimmy, you and I have talked about this a yeah. lot too. It's like it's one of those things where he tries to do everything in the organization. And right. It's like if he would just focus on one skill set to learn how to do well, he might be okay at it. Yeah. But he tries to have his hand in everything. Yeah. And that's crazy. I found an article the other day that was breaking down the so it was very specific that and it was it was very um intentional on not being opinionated in any way. Mm-hmm. It just tried to break down simple facts of what have what has happened during the right. Will Pond's tenure. And it was like an article, and at the top it had the the estimated read time, and it was like fifty six minutes long God. of just facts. And these yeah. aren't even things like the Madoff stuff that there's some hearsay around, right. and like all that. Like these are just the straight up facts. So that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't understand why. I don't know. I, I I get I get why he's trying to hold on to this thing for dear life, but yeah. At the same time, like you agreed to sell the team, like you're selling the team. Right. So now the latest is that they're going to um, 
explore a sale again. We'll see what happens. But like Cohen's being like blackballed from the league I know. for basically saying, "Well, fuck you." Like I'm paying two billion dollars for this. Like I don't think that there's like it's too much to ask to not want to change the agreement at the last second that we agreed upon. Yeah, I don't know what the Wilpons have on Major League Baseball, but they something. yeah they have something. They have some some weird pictures of Bud Selig or P tape. Yeah, yeah they they have mm-hmm. the P tape. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't understand about how he gets blackballed. I know. For wanting to just hold up the, the right. original agreement that they agreed on. Yeah. I don't understand why that's a thing. Yeah. What is this Jeff guy going to do when he is out? If you had to guess, what would his job be afterwards? I mean, I'm sure what he'll do is like get sucked into another Ponzi scheme and lose everything that he made in the Mets sale. Like, <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be shocking yeah. at all. Yeah. It wouldn't be even a little bit shocking. But yeah. even like five years is a hell of a grace period. It is. It's a, it's a long time. It's unheard of. But considering like how the first 30-some-odd years of my life have gone as a Mets fan, I was like, whatever. yeah, sure, whatever. If, <laughs> yeah, just if, five year, if five years from now the Wolpons are out of my life, then that's, fine. Uh, that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> You'll take five bad seasons if you have to. I would. I've, I'm, most of the time I'm dealing with a bad season. It's, so. a, fair, it's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. Such a shame. With such, such a, a good amount of talent. Is... Uh, is um, I'm blanking on his name all of a sudden. Um, Brody? No. So the guy that uh, Cespedes. Cespedes is he still there? Like I know they reworked out a contract. Yeah. So they like they went to I don't know they whether they went with like an arbitrator or something. They ended up negotiating his salary down like from a, thirty to like six million. Yeah, it was something yeah. absurd. <clears throat> um, I think in, in exchange for not like trying to recoup everything because he broke both of his heels or ankles running from a wild boar on his ranch like that's who had been there yeah i mean a tale as old as time um so he he's he's at he's at training camp now like he i've seen videos of him at the spring training facilities and he's he's working out so i don't know i'll I'll believe it when i see it yeah uh him in real games but he might be back this year yeah okay and this is the last year of his contract he's gone after he's gonna be so bad Probably. <laughs> Probably so. Because he's so played bad. baseball like two years. Yeah. That's crazy too, though. Yeah. He can still underhand a baseball further than anybody I've ever I seen. I know. That's the truest. I wish I could do that. He's got some... He's got a cannon on him, but just in general, he's honestly. He's got raw talent. Yes. Athletic ability. Yeah. <laughs> he should have been a long jumper or something. He definitely <laughs> should have been a long jumper. Um, Any other Mets thoughts? I don't know, man. I mean, I think I think the team's actually going to be not bad this okay. year. We, um, we added... Dellen Batansis to the bullpen. He's good. He is mm-hmm. good. Like now, the the bullpen like, might actually be pretty good. And last year it was horrendous. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that they'll be they'll be a good team. And you know, if they can make the playoffs, anything's possible. So, let's ask Sam. Who who comes out of this season with more? Whose team has more wins this season? Yours or mine? Hmm. Are you asking me? Yeah. Red Sox or Rangers? Yeah. No, Red Sox or Mets. Who comes out with more wins this season? Ooh. I got to go Mets. You think so? I think so. I, I think it's going to be bad. I think the juju is really bad for the Red Sox this year. Bad juju. You guys have been gutted. Yeah. And if Bet- if this Bets thing goes through, which I assume we're going to talk about. It just went through. Yeah, it just went through about five minutes ago. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, yeah. you lost Price and Bets. You got JD. You got Benintendi. You got Bogarts. Those are mm-hmm. great, great Devers. players. 
Devers. Mm-hmm. There's there's still going to be some good things there, but I, I think the Mets are going to be good. I think they're going to be... But I've been fooled many times. This will be the yeah. last time I'm fooled by the Mets. <laughs> you, like you, you say that, that now. <laughs> like drag Wait, you in somehow. Yeah, February 2021, we'll be sitting here... <laughs> Like, I don't know, guys. Time. I think the Mets really have a shot this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to roll the dice just one more time. Um, so, yeah, trade away Mookie Betts and David Price. What's I the mean, final arrangement? Uh, they, so, they originally it was a three-team deal that involved Twins some, and the Angels. The, yeah, right. So, the, I would imagine the Angels deal is still going to happen because that wasn't part of this deal. That was contingent on right. this deal happening. But it was Betts and... Uh, David Price and Cash to the Dodgers and then it was uh, basically the Red Sox were going to take back Aaron Verdugo and a Minnesota pitcher what was that guy's name? Bruce Dar Great, Greaterall great yeah. what He's a got name a yeah got a cannon but then the Red Sox got hung up on medical records apparently um, as one does as one does but I've heard some Chatter around that they, the Red Sox started to realize how much of a PR blunder this yeah. is going to be, Ugh. and started to second guess it, and then use medicals as a totally as interesting. A thing. But I mean, they just completed the trade, so I mean, yeah. it is what it is, I guess. I mean, but to trade away Mookie Betts might be the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, there's no way to to really make your team better by getting rid of that guy. Correct. So essentially, he's owed 27 million this year. Uh, he's he's going to be a free agent, agent next year. He's absolutely going to free agency. He's made that very clear. The, the thing that kills me about his whole thing is, so he wants 12 years. So the, the Red Sox offered him, allegedly, 10 years, $300 million. Mm, Not bad. How do you say no to that? I, I'm with you, but that puts his average annual value at $30 million a year, right? right. He like countered, guaranteed. Right. He countered with 12 for 420 Okay. Which makes his average annual value of thirty-five million a year. Yeah, they're, he's they're still the, one of the best players in baseball. Like th- that's what he deserves. Would I give him those years? No. The but, years are what he's they're allergic to. Right, but you could at least give him thirty-five a year. Can I say uh, around long-term deals? Didn't we? Didn't the Angels sign Mike Trout for thirteen years? Correct. And Bryce Harper for thirteen. I think that was twelve. Twelve or thirteen. 12 years, something like that. Yeah, right in the, that range. I think those will go okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think it would happen with bets, too. That would <laughs> probably be okay. You're not going to give a guy like Rendon 12 years. Right. But so you pay 14 years for 10 years worth of bets production that's elite, proven. And you sell a fuckload of jerseys. Correct. Like, what are we talking about here? And, like, they got off the David Price thing, so, like, I get that. They're still paying like fifty million of the ninety six he's still owed. Is he still getting paid? Is Tampa still getting paid for him? No, <laughs> no, they're all good with that. Um, I don't. I, I'll have to look at the specifics of how the deal went down now, as far as how much cash was was in in play there. But I mean, the Red Sox getting back Verdugo and a sh- some shortstop Jeter Downs, which I've actually heard his name a couple of times before. I, I mean, uh, what's his name? Jeter Downs. I just. You think he's named after Derek yeah, Jeter? Yeah, he's one hundred percent named. After yeah, I'm sure that stinks. I just. You, like, why? <laughs> you're trading away proven MVP talent for prospects. Yeah, on the off chance that maybe someday one of them might be as good as Mookie Betts, or half as good. Yeah. 
And I mean, we've talked about this on the show a ton. Like, I, I'm I'm not a proponent of the years, so I get why he had to do that and why he had to go. But what I don't understand is why the Red Sox continually have to put themselves in a spot where they're not willing to pay homegrown talent, but they're willing to go out and give David Price $217 million. Yeah. Now, you had to do that because of the way they fucked up the John Lester situation. But nonetheless, like, I mean, they have done almost nothing this offseason to fill. They added Martin Perez. Awesome. He's a great ground ball guy. Yeah, apparently. That's just what I need. And on top <laughs> of that, like, they have – and now, now they've got David Price that just blows another hole in their starting rotation. Like, I, They're just getting under the cap line. Which not is the, ridiculous. Not the cap line, the luxury tax. Yes, but that's a ridiculous thing. Like, we're talking about the Boston Red Sox here. How much would they have owed in luxury taxes if they didn't do this? It was if they didn't, or if they did. If they didn't do it, so they would have been. They were paying two for every one on everything over. I forget what the cap ended up being, like two hundred fifty, something like that. They were basically okay. going to pay sixty million total extra. God. Oh wow! But you're That's telling me it's a lot of money. But like, they could have also not moved Mookie Betts. <laughs> Totally. They could have done other things to make this happen. There are other guys getting paid money that they could have. Correct. They could have, you know, outrighted Jackie Bradley Jr. That would have been a million saved right there. I mean, you'd have to piece wheel it all together, but uh, I mean, it's plausible for sure. They're just burning it down. I don't understand that, though. Like, you have a young core of people there, and it's like you don't think that I, the whole idea of burning it down and rebuilding is right. to compete for championships for multiple years. Maybe they're... Can I just, like, this is a stupid idea um, now that I think about it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I can't wait. Do you think they're waiting out the Yankees to get worse, and they're just like, we know we can't, we're just going to wait them out? But they can. But, yes, that's uh, they can, but that's what they're choosing they to do. They have to go up against the Rays, who are really good always, and right. the Yankees, who are really good now. Right. They punted on their season, and it hadn't even started yet. Yes, yeah. they, they don't even have a manager right now. What if they, can you go managerless? Let's try that out. Sure. They're but saving I, money. I mean, I guess they, they've been waiting for this whole MLB thing to conclude, and I guess they're going to name Ron Ronick the bench coach as the manager. I mean, hmm. uh, I mean, it's going to suck if it comes out that they don't get really hit with much and they fired Cora because of what he did in Houston, which, I mean, I guess you have to do, but I don't know. No one's saying you, they had to do it. Well, right. But I get the, the pressure that they were – that they were mounting under, but I think they should have at least waited to see where this was headed first. Fair. But I get why they did it. I, I, you know, it is what it is. They but. could have said, fuck you to the fans, and we're hanging on to Cora, and they would forget about it in six months. Right. Or the, But instead, they're going to say, fuck you to the fans, uh, get rid of him, ship two you know, really good players out of town yeah. to save some money, and let ticket prices go up, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, it's just... it's. Fraught with error, man. How how far into a season do you think you'd have to go before it becomes painfully obvious that it was a bad idea to not have a manager? Like if you went, if you started with spring training and you just didn't have a manager, like I assume he's very involved in scheduling what happens at spring training. I would think so. I would hope yeah. so. I would make it a congruent answer to like the guys who didn't get picked up before the start of the season, like your Dallas Keuchel's. They had oh, a yeah. terrible, terrible season after that. Yeah. Once they did get picked up in June. That's a good point. Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell didn't get picked up, and they were terrible. Right. Not yeah. good. That's so a good point. would be bad. They would be disorganized. They'd still be trying to Two guys go out, out to right field. Season. Yeah. It would but, not be good. I mean, if you – so you could do that, but it just depends on who you have 
in the clubhouse. Because if you have someone like Big Poppy or something like yeah. that, fine. Right. It's probably not a huge deal. Like, at least you have someone to lead the club. You could figure out lineups, all that. All, all that's put together with analytics and shit anymore anyway. I mean, right. the managers don't have a ton of, other than Mickey Calloway, don't have a ton of say <laughs> in what, uh, <laughs> what uh, happens there. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pissed off by the whole thing. It's Totally. I, I, you know, it is what it is, I guess. It sucks to go into a season and just, like, see it all crumble before, before the season starts. starts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it hadn't even gotten off the ground yet, and yeah. ownership was like, oh, we're going to trade Mookie Betts, act like an asshole about it, when we were the ones that put him on the trade block in the first place. Yeah. And then, you know, just pull one over on fans, I guess. So do you guys think that if they would have waited on Mookie Betts, they could have gotten more at the trade deadline? I don't know. Like, yes. Definitely. You're going to find a contender who wants that guy right then. And you've already paid a portion of that contract. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Jerry? I don't know. It's like... Every year we get to the trade deadline, and then they say something like, "Well, they could get so much more for him in the off season." So, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe. I don't think they know either. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. Well, I mean, that's definitely true. But I, that, that you get more in the off season or the. I don't think anybody knows. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anybody knows. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason It's like that. a common excuse for not doing a thing when exactly. you're supposed to. It's like, oh, we're going to wait until it's more valuable. And it's like, right. well, we'll do the same thing again. And there are times for that. Sure. But, like, the way this all played out. It looked more like they wanted to get off payroll and all that right. than it did caring about trading a piece that, when you look at the team, say, we're probably not going anywhere. Let's go ahead and ship some pieces out to try to you know, build for the future, that's different than saying, oh, we just want to get rid of this payroll. Totally. And then turning around and being like, oh, we never said that. We want to compete. It's like, yeah. no, you did, and that's what you're doing. <laughs> right. yeah. like, let's not, let's call a spade a spade here. That's okay. Exactly. Uh, just, it's absurd. It really is. I, uh, so I, all, all that to be said, I probably believe in the Mets more than I believe in the Red Sox right now, as far as yeah. wins, and that's saying a lot. But very sad. It's a it's a hell of a roller coaster. It is like at least like the highs are great, but the lows stink, and like there's not a lot of that elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't yeah. Know. Is it better to just not have a whole lot of faith in the Mets always? <laughs> that way, you always know what to expect. I mean, I try not to get my hopes up, but then I always do. Sure. So. I just—I mean, that's the, the Mets have broken my brain, so yeah. there's not much I can do about it. You're you're set up for a pretty good season, though. I'm excited about the Rangers. You should be. Our offense is going to be middling, but our rotation is mm. going to be really good. We have Corey Kluber, Lance Lynn, Mike Miner, Jordan Lyles, and there's one more. Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson, that's underrated. Yeah, that's an underrated signing. Jordan and Kyle are both like the Mike Miner and Lance Lynn of last year, where they have been good and can be good. And then if we can cultivate that talent to be excellence and keep Miner and Lynn healthy again, yes, that's good. It's the health factor. Is the Lance biggest Lynn factor. and Mike Miner were really good last year. They, they were, were both top ten pitchers. Yes. And then we got Corey Kluber and those other two clowns. It's going to be fun to watch <laughs> us pitch the ball finally in a, in a yeah. ballpark that's inside where pitchers want to be. Yeah. It's got high high potential for but sure. We got Ronald Guzman playing first. We got Todd Frazier playing third. Ooh. That's unbelievable. Rubenetto Odor playing second. Elvis Andrews playing short. Elvis is the only bright spot there. We got Chirinos catching again. Which okay, good. I saw that. He's had twenty home runs for the past three seasons. Pretty good. Um, outfield is going to be Willie Calhoun, Joey Gallo, and Senju Chu. Shin is going to be the DH. Oh, DH. That's right. Yeah, Danny Santana. Santana, Calhoun, and Gallo outfield. No, I don't hate it. Gallo might play center. I hate that. He's good. <laughs> He's actually defensive plus. 
Really? Yes. Because he's batting minus. Uh, no, he's not batting minus. He hits a shit ton of home runs, but he strikes out all the time. So what? We I don't mean, care about that. <laughs> <laughs> he hit like 35 home runs last year. Consistency. It's going to be good if you can get Elvis on base and just hit a bunch of bombs. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Todd Frazier's move, too. Is yeah. He'll hit 217, but somehow hit 30 home runs <laughs> and do like a weird hidden ball trick that messes with an umpire. It's going to be really interesting. This is not the way your standard Rangers team is constructed, which I, I kind of like, like new, studio, new uh, stadium, new look. But we're going to be pitching first. Our bullpen's yeah. pretty strong, too. Yeah. The, the bullpen's been okay the last few years. It has, yeah. Where did Jordan Lyles come from? Uh, I want to say the Pirates. Okay. Oh, uh, the poor Pirates. Yeah. It's just a, a perpetual dumping ground. It really is. Yeah. They had, like, a brief run around 2015 where they – I think they won 97 games yeah. that year. Yep. With McCutcheon and that whole yeah. group. Yeah. But they haven't, they haven't kept it together. Well, their locker room was, like, fighting each other this past year. So. Yeah. I mean, quite a fall from grace. <coughs> totally. But, yeah, man, I think it's exciting. It's an exciting Rangers team. I didn't know Danny Santana was there. How old is he? He's young. He's young? Okay. 27. Okay. It's been around a little bit, but not too long. Not too long. Hmm. Do they lock him up to a longer deal, or is it like a one-year type thing? Maybe two. Okay. He's like a super utility guy. He'll just yeah. do anything. Interesting. Fine. Do you think Odor is finally going to take a step forward? Cause I would love for him to take, take a step forward. I don't think he will. Um, and I would like us to pick up another third baseman and have Todd Frazier be DH. Hmm. Yeah, but what do you do with Chu at that point? Put him in the outfield and get rid of fucking Santana. Hmm. Did you guys trade Jerks in Profar? We did. We traded him a long time ago. He now plays for... Oakland? He played for Oakland for a while. Yeah, they he traded went somewhere him. else, and then I think he went back to Oakland. Has yeah. he turned out to be any good? No. You haven't no. his name, have you? <laughs> yeah, but I just remember <laughs> Sam telling me about how he was the best prospect in baseball. He was. And he was. He but was until he like slept on his shoulder wrong and <laughs> ended up being out for the season. A lot of shoulder game. issues with that scrawny man. Yeah, he never really came to fruition. That's they nice. held on to him for far too long. There was a point where we were going to trade him away for... Do you remember? It was some... <sighs> it was a... Let me look. It was some name where it's like, holy shit, we really had a shot if we had gotten I know. Person. That's the worst when you like you have a prospect who is like so highly touted that you could get a pretty good major leaguer for him, and then you you know you basically let him him go bad like a piece of fruit. <laughs> I want to say it was like um, Bellinger or something like that, like yeah. early Bellinger for Profar. So he's with the Padres now. There it is. Okay. The Mets had a similar thing with Matt Harvey. They're, I forget who on the Red Sox the Mets were trying to get for Harvey. Uh, is he playing? Who is he still in the Angels? He got yeah. cut. He got cut. Oh, yeah, I don't, was I don't, that? yeah, that was like, what, 2000? It was after 12? the 2015 season, I think. Oh, it was, after, it was that much later. Okay, interesting. I don't remember. Let me see. So, I know that, like, because the whole problem with Profar at that point in time was that he was blocked by Kinsler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny to say that now. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure, right? Are you a Kinsler fan still? No, I was never particularly a Kinsler fan. I thought he was kind of a dick. That's kind of what I think, too. He was fine. He did some yeah. good things for the Rangers. He played on that Red Sox World Series team. He did. Yeah, not good. I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Moreland did, too. He's back, by the way. That's another signing, popular signing they did in this offseason. Bringing it back. I don't, I don't mind that. They just got to figure out. Like, Would you rather have Mitch Moreland or Ronald Guzman? 
Mm. These are both mediocre ex-Rangers or current Rangers first base. Well, <laughs> Guzman's team might be better than that one. So, uh, you know, however you want to look at that. Yeah, I wonder who would be better this year. Hmm. Maybe the Rangers? I don't know. Yeah. Our offense is not going to be very good. Yeah, we'll have to look into – we'll we'll do season preview here in a couple of weeks, and we'll really mm-hmm. kind of break down the numbers of what we're all going to – I need to – I look forward to spring training starting and digging into, like, what's happening with players because I'd love to see Rugi take a step forward um, and the pitchers to not get injured. <coughs> That's the biggest factor there is health. Yeah. All the way around. But, um, yeah, the Dodgers adding Mookie Betts, that's huge. They're, they're stacked. They'll they're, still fail. They will absolutely <laughs> fuck this up. They do every time. Just show me you can do it one time. Just one time. You know what I feel the worst for in all this with the Dodgers? I feel the worst for Clayton Kershaw. Say more. Because uh, the team has been really good. He has been really shitty in all of his postseason appearances, mm-hmm. but otherwise has been like pretty dominant in many of the seasons where they've been good. It's fair. In the regular season. And who knows, like, how much of some of his chokes could have had to do with the cheating. Right. Like, I don't know. I'd have to go back to specific yeah. instances. but I mean, yeah. specifically against that Astros team. Yeah. But I don't – yeah, I don't know. I, I still believe in Clayton Kershaw, but I think he's definitely on the twilight of his career. And um, he's not – he's our age. Yeah, but even so. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't quite have what he did. But that – I mean – 80% of what he was is still really freaking good. If I think totally. of people of the caliber who deserve a championship, he's he's up high on my list. Trout as Trout. well. Of course. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who Air, else is Arenado. ever going to get one? Arenado? Arenado could if they would trade him away. I don't Sounds know. like Colorado is really fucking that situation up. Bad. Yeah, they've, they've screwed that up massively. Rendon I, got his. He did. I don't know why the Rangers... I wonder what the asking price for Arenado was because that would have been a really good fit. There would have been a lot. I mean, sure. But I, I think they should have done it, found oh. a way to get that done. I would have done that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Hmm. Who else in the league would will not win a ring? But There's a good chance it. Harper won't. <coughs> oh, he's got 12 more years, though. So that's, yeah. That <laughs> helps. That's at least a burn down and build back up. Yeah. For old Bryce Harper. But um, I'm trying to think who else are missing. DeGrom probably won't. DeGrom probably won't. That's a shame. Yeah. Thor probably won't. He's not as good as DeGrom, though. Not as consistent. Yeah. Hmm. It's a shame. Sad. Real sad. Sad. It's sad that that's like a case all the way around that they're just people straight up. You're like, they won't win because their team won't win. That's right. just a fact. Uh, it's a crappy place to be. So adding Mookie Betts, that's pretty crazy. It looked like they took on Boston paid half of Price's salary, and Mookie goes to the Dodgers. So they basically end up just doing the trade straight up with the Dodgers instead. Uh, Ouch. Including Minnesota. And uh, the Dodgers took that that Minnesota pitcher on. So oh, okay. Whatever, man. I guess we'll see. It's not a great burn down, though. I'm not happy about it. If you look at the, at the Dodgers, how could they lose? How could they lose on paper? They never lose on paper. But they get obliterated somehow in the playoffs. And we've talked about this, too. This is a new thing that we've been talking about recently, mm-hmm. that their ra- their record is inflated by the fact that they play in a terrible division. I guess that's true. They play Colorado, the Diamondbacks, the Padres, and the, and the Giants. Giants a bunch. These yeah, are like 24 the, times. some of the worst teams. 24 yeah. of those games, of those wins, are almost <clears throat> guaranteed wins. So it's 
their record gets a little bit overinflated. And you could make that case yeah. about a lot of teams, but it gets overinflated, and then they go to the postseason, and they're maybe not quite as good as the they The individual will. stats do, too. Right. It happens every year. Yeah. But adding Mookie is... I, I still don't believe in that team just because they've never shown it to me, but I get it. I bet he gets injured and misses more than half the season. <sighs> Man, I hate to heard say... heard that here first. Yeah. Okay. I hate to say, but that would make me feel better. <laughs> I don't like to wish that on anybody, but it makes yeah. me feel a little bit better. He's going to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, at some point in 14 years that he wants, he's going to get hurt. But I am never would have done those years, though, even so. So, yeah. I get it. Um, what else? What are we looking forward to as far as the season goes? Any other... Standouts, I think. Hmm. What about rule changes? Yes. So, do we have any coming up? Do we? So, I know there's going to be more like mic'd up umpires. There's going to be use of some of the virtual stuff, right? I look forward to the mic'd up umpires so that we get more Aaron Boone rants on film. (laughs) Because that is like my favorite rant. And then, is this the year that they're doing like you can't bring a pitcher in for just one batter? Right. Right. They need three batters. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That probably won't be as much of a factor as it may feel like. I think it will be. I think. Do you? I think the bullpen will get lit up much more. Managers can't do matchups any longer. Mm-hmm. You have to be confident in your guy to go out there and get three batters out. I mean, I guess that should be the case no matter what. I, I think it should, but it's going to change the way the game is managed. That's going to be like sneaky impactful, I think. Don't you think that teams have probably been starting to do this, like get ready for this last year? Probably so. Yeah. But you'll see more late-game meltdowns because the guy who just gave up, who had nobody on and two out, gave up like four hits in a row. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I, I'm telling you, though, as so like the, the, it's multifaceted with how this is going to go with me emotionally throughout the show this, this coming season because my team's going to be dog shit. So I'm going <laughs> to be rooting for the most amount of chaos possible. So Emotions are a complicated thing. They are, and I can't <laughs> wait to watch a bunch of meltdowns because of this rule change. That's going to yeah. be fun. I, I cannot wait. I feel bad for the lefty specialists who are going to be out of a job. Mm. Like, won't somebody stand up for the Pedro Felicianos of the You're world? You're in your Darren O'Days. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I think he's a righty. Which is even more bizarre. Righty submariner. Yeah. <laughs> His pitching style is unbelievable. Are the Orioles going to be any better, do we think? Um, no. They've been bad for a couple years now, though. They've been bad. They for can a be long bad for time. a few more. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, probably. we can tolerate that. Yeah. Does Boston finish with more? Where, where does Boston finish in this division? Second. Second. Third. Third. Uh, it's third at behind the very Tampa. Most. Yeah, oh, behind Tampa, Yankees. behind Yankees. Tampa Bay is much better than they are, even with some of the trades they've they've made in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But I'm excited, I guess, just to see. We, I mean. We're going into a season coming off one of the biggest scandals in sports history, so I'm really interested to see how that's going to be all play out. Yeah, um, I think they should reinstate Pete Rose. Yeah, so let's talk about that because he sure shoehorned himself into the conversation. Um, Jimmy, lead us off with that. I mean, where's your take on this? So essentially, he well, do you want to set up how he put it in there? Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's. <laughs> Every, every few years he pops up trying to get reinstated and his newest angle is basically that uh, when you look at how Major League Baseball doled out punishments related to this cheating scandal, it seems a bit ridiculous that he would be banned for life. And uh, I don't know, shoot shoot your shot, Pete. Like, yeah, that seems like a, a fair enough case to, to make. What do you think about this? 
I think, yeah, the punishment didn't quite fit the, the crime. He bet on games. Right. Other people cheated during the games. Correct. All not great. All not great. Um, I can't help but think of my SMU Mustangs who got the death penalty, mm-hmm. and I don't think they will ever give a lifetime ban again. No. If they so, didn't do it for Penn State, they wouldn't do it. Period. It's been, how, what, like 30, 30 years since he's been banned? Like, mm-hmm. isn't that enough? Like, reinstate the guy and see if he can be a bench coach somewhere. That could be fun. But every sing- So I, I'm with you, but like every single time he does this, like, I think all that baseball has asked him for is just tell us the truth about what you did. Right. And every time that. They, we get to this juncture where it's like, oh, well, maybe he should should be allowed back in. It comes out there's another grouping of lies that he put together, <laughs> oh, you know, no. that, you know, like, it just seems like that's every time. And if he would just fucking say what he did, he probably would have gotten back into baseball a long time ago. I didn't know that was, like, the crux of him not getting <clears throat> back in. It happens all the time. It's happened at least twice. Yeah. I mean, like, I think a couple years ago he wrote a book that was just like, I did it. Here's what I did. Right. Um, but, yeah, it feel, it does feel like. There's always a new a new angle to it, and I don't know. He's to to say that he belongs in the Hall of Fame can still be separate from also saying like he's he's a, a scumbag, right? Right. Like those, but both those things can be true. It, it's not like if we let him in, that means that we have to you know defend how big of a scumbag he is. Right. I mean, A Rod's a scumbag too, but I mean, you sure. know, I mean he he gets to go on the A Rod recreation tour, engaged to J Lo. Yeah, I mean that helps. Good on him. Yeah. But he's he also was, pretty good in the box most of the time. Most of the time, yes. But he's, I, he was on Shark Tank. I don't know, though. Getting him and Big Poppy, just when they start prattling off whatever the hell they're talking about right. sometimes, you're like, what the fuck, man? And A-Rod believing that it's better to be up by like an even number of runs or something. <laughs> That's such a weird statement. <laughs> it, I felt like he said that and then knew that he was saying something stupid and then didn't really want to retract it, so he I just sort he just of... dug in. Yeah, <laughs> that's really what I think, too. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, again, if he would just be honest with what he did, I think it would be a, bit, a different story. But I, it's just not even, we're not even talking about the same thing. So yeah. I, I get shooting your shot. But, I yeah. mean, come on. Uh, it's not going to change whether he's in the Hall of Fame or not anyway. I mean, I get the whole <laughs> logic of, like, what does it matter for him coming? Like, what does it matter if he comes back now at this point? It's been 30 years. Like, that's kind of the point, right? I don't know. He could probably charge an extra ten bucks for each autograph. For right. autograph, Hall of Famer Pete Rose versus. Like, oh, sorry. No, right. just versus like guy at the Bellagio Pete Hit Rose. King Pete Rose, yeah. correct. Sitting in his memorabilia shop. Yeah, yeah, but they like I don't understand though because baseball has like a contract with MGM for the to be like their gambling partner. So like I mean, what do we? Right. We've almost I, come full circle where what he did is totally legal now. Correct. Right. Except for the fact that he bet on his own team playing for it and managing it. That's different. Yeah. Like, that's having actual control over what's going on. Right. It's one thing if you're like a analyst or something like that betting on MLB games. But when you actually can take people out of the game and whatnot, that's, right. that's a gray area. And baseball has been very explicit as to why they didn't punish players throughout this whole scandal. So, well, yeah, they gave them the story, and they got immunity for it. Yeah, the Red Sox did the exact same thing. So um, I can't wait to watch all the fake outrage about – I mean, it's outrage culture just in general, but all, all the, the outrage about, oh, the players need to be suspended too. I mean, whatever. That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's not a valid argument in my mind. I look forward to Cor- uh, Cor- Cora's punishment. Yeah, I think it's going to be less than we may think. Uh, I don't know that yeah. he's going to be back in baseball ever, but I think it's going to be less than you may think. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they really think that 
they haven't found much is kind of what it sounds like. Again, I mean, we'll see, but I'll, I'll be fascinated to watch that report just in general because, again, biggest cheating scandal here in Quite sports history. Mm. Yeah, so it, I've heard a lot of the Yankees being uh, linked to it too, and nothing uh, has been looked at there. So yeah. that would be so great. That would be great. But I, mean, I would you know that. that baseball doesn't want that to be the case. Yeah. So they'll cover that up as best they can. Yeah. I still can't believe they hired Dusty Baker. That's just, not. That's such a bad idea. That's just. I mean, the only plausible explanation is just wanting to ha- have someone with "quote unquote" integrity, right? Experience. Sometimes uh, the best ability is availability. They're gonna. <laughs> true. He has yeah. not been doing much. Yeah. Uh, they are not gonna like him. I don't think. Can you imagine him trying to manage Alex Bregman? <clears throat> oh my God. And all the analytics, he's going to be like, I don't need that fucking Surface tablet. <sighs> Justin, were you the one who sent me the text of like a quote of the things Dusty still has to get done before he can go to spring training? <laughs> like, feed <laughs> his dogs? <laughs> yeah, let me find it. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm just, that. I'm really busy the next few weeks. I got to feed my dogs and I got to pack up some stuff. It's like, oh. What, you got to do a, your normal life shit. What an exciting calendar you have. <laughs> got to chew on some peanut butter. Let's see. He said, oh, that was the Paul LaDuca situation that we were talking about. Uh, Yeah, so Dusty Baker on his next 10 days. I got to pack. Have you ever packed for seven months? He asked the question. (laughs) That's a long time. I got to prune my grapes. I got work to do. I got to see my grandchildren. Got to still see my son. Got to make sure my dogs don't have ticks or worms. I got a lot to do. That sounds like Trump could have said that. (laughs) Definitely does sound that way. So that was even more lucid than the way Trump would have outlined his packing plans. Probably so, Sorry, but that, that definitely doesn't bode well for the Astros season. That fact right there that you just pointed He's out. He's going to wake up being like, oh, my dogs might have ticks. Yeah, I got to get out of here. He yeah. needs to learn what WRC plus is. There's no way he knows what that is. No. There's no possible way. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap things up. It's been close to an hour. So good chatting with you guys. We will... Uh, We'll be back here in the coming weeks. We're almost at our 100th episode. We've been dragging our feet on purpose because we want to do something big for the 100th episode. So, Jimmy, hopefully you can join us for that. And yeah, that sounds good. We'll do uh, season predictions. Ben Baseball will be with us and everything. And, yeah, we'll be doing uh, opening day content in two week, two months, not even. Yeah. Like a month and a half. So, pretty excited. So, thank you, boys. We'll see you later. Yeah.